Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 280 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is the founder of Triada Networks. He is a certified information systems security professional and a member of both InfraGuard and the US Secret Service's Joint Electronic Crimes Task Force. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Rafi Jamgochin. Thank you, Phil. So, Rafi, that was very much a, a brief introduction. Could you perhaps give us a little bit more um, about your background and how you got into IT? Sure. I started out as a uh, going to school as a computer engineer. I had a long interest in computers. My father was a computer programmer. When I and when I was a young boy, even in the eighties, we had computers around the house, very large ones uh, that I learned to tinker with. So it was always something that was around and uh, decided to go into engineering school to design these things. And after I got out, it was in the middle of a little bit of a recession here in the United States. And after a few years, decided to shift from engineering to to information technology. Right. Okay. And, and what sort of drew you? And we'll, we'll cover this later, but in terms of what the attraction was? Uh, besides the uh, large pay increase, um, <laughs> I would say uh, it was, you know, we were, I was doing uh, control systems for a video conference company. So video conference, fairly nascent in the 90s. And uh, as I was helping a, a financial firm with their with their kind of troubleshooting their systems, we, uh, we got to know each other. He ended up uh, liking the way I was working around uh, computers and what have you. And he said, join our team. And that's where I really learned networking and what have you. And so that's that's kind of what drew me into IT uh, initially. It was just it's an exciting new thing, helping a uh, an investment firm and, and the money wasn't bad. But in terms of how you got into information security, what, how did that come about? So actually... What happened was while we were working at that company, I was uh, responsible. At that point, we were responsible. I was responsible for the help desk. We just had a team of two or three that managed this company of 300 employees. And uh, somebody clicked on a link. Uh, it was the code red worm got infected, and it started moving around the company, infecting computer after computer. And uh, so right. I led the team out to to uh, to shut this down, and that kind of intrigued me to figure out, you know, what is this stuff out there? What's it? What's what makes it uh, tick? And then how can we defend ourselves from it? And that kind of really drove us down the cybersecurity rabbit hole. Right. Okay. Fine. Um, so, Rafi, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of, and perhaps should be? Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, don't be afraid to do something less sexy like help desk support. Uh, I believe that even if you're getting a job in some other field within IT, you should really always start at the support uh, desk because you get a broad range of uh, experience and understanding of how 
the business, because ultimately we're in the business, supporting the business. We're not in the business of uh, technology necessarily and understanding how employees leverage and use technology. And it's a great way to understand, even if you're going to end up becoming a programmer or a designer or a network engineer, it's a great way to understand what's uh, what's going on out there in the real world. Yes. So presumably you can apply that to um, more, more than than just sort of help desk role? Is, that, is there other things you could potentially do? Yeah, correct. Yeah. If, even if you start off at the help desk, you know, as I did, I started off as a kind of a help desk slash did a little bit of scripting and that kind of thing for our no write operations. And that led me to understand and connect with the business leaders in the company. We almost became the face of the, uh, of the IT organization. So even though the develop, we had developers that were doing coding, uh, I did have eventually at that point network engineers on our team. I felt like my experience at the support end of the, the game allowed me to project into um, uh, when I did a management roles as well as a higher end networking roles. Yeah, so the key to that to me sounds like it's that engagement and that early exposure, if you like, to the actual business problems that you're trying to solve. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Good. Okay. And Rafi, what's the worst um, thing that's happened to you? What's your worst IT career moments, and what did you learn from that? Uh, it's it was actually I would say my mo- my worst career moment. Uh, even it was actually at the beginning of this uh, position that I started my first position in IT. Uh, I was interviewing for initially for a developer job at that company, and I was provided a verbal um, uh, position. And uh, I turned in my notice and uh, without getting a written offer, and uh, my offer was rescinded. So here I was, I was a young guy, uh, early 20s. We were, you know, thinking about starting a family. That was kind of the whole reason of doing this and making the change. And I, uh, I, I uh, now was stuck in between a company that I had just uh, just quit and a company that I didn't have a job with. So uh, it ended up working out. I uh, I they they offered me a bonus for staying, so I took it. <laughs> and uh, uh, and then uh, six months later, that company did come back around. This time with an infrastructure job, uh, in writing, and uh, that's how it started my IT career. Yes, I think that's the key, isn't it? It's it's the um, the having it in writing, as much as anything else. Absolutely, and, e- and even when you get it in writing, sometimes up to the day it actually happens, you know, that there's the, there's still the possibility, isn't there, that it won't actually um, you never know come through exactly. Yeah, there's always a risk. Yeah, there's always a risk. Okay, and Rafi, what's your IT career highlight so far? I'm gonna say this is kind of a tiered thing, um, so it really builds upon itself. Uh, in 2001, while working in New York, 9/11 uh, took place. We were uh, about we're in Midtown Manhattan, so not directly affected, but a lot of the tenants in the building that we were had office space downtown that were affected. Uh, we had people had family members who were affected directly, and uh, you know we had. Uh, done a lot of business continuity testing at that point, you know, making sure that the business was resilient. And uh, we, uh, we had done a lot of testing with our Boston office at that point to, uh, to recover. So that was kind of like your early stages. 2003 rolls around while on vacation, the Northeast gets hit with a blackout. And this time 
I wasn't there to do the help with the recovery. I happened to be on vacation. And the team took the processes that we had built, some edited since 9-11, and did the recovery uh, without me. And then uh, fast forward again to 2012. At this point, I was owner of my own company. We were four years in. Hurricane Sandy hits New Jersey area. Uh, and we had a few companies that were isolated for two weeks, no power, no internet, no uh, no access. Uh, but because we had built up that kind of that muscle of, of protecting our customers, protecting our employees, uh, protecting our systems, we were able to keep them running, take orders and keep business afloat. And that's really kind of what has allowed us to help our customers this year uh, as, the, uh, as the pandemic hit, to be able to, even though systems weren't necessarily down, nobody... Many people couldn't get to the office to use those systems. So being able to pivot, work from home, et cetera, across multiple cl- customers uh, around the uh, around the country. Sure. So obviously you touched on some um, serious events that have happened, and in particular, obviously 9-11. Um, in terms of how that's affected you within your career, do you think there's things you've taken from that which have helped you subsequently? Well, you, you, the it kind of goes back to what we said before. You never know what is going to happen. Uh, the best you can do is 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 plan, and then planning also involves uh, training on that plan, testing on that plan, so that when you're in a crisis, you're not you don't have to think as much about what you need to do. Uh, you can open up your. We had a red manual at that time. You, you open up your red binder and you get to work. And it does two things. One is it allows you to focus away from the tragedy that's taking place. Um, but it also allows you to focus and get the things done without having to allow kind of the emotion of the crisis to get into your head. Yeah. Okay. And Rafi, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? Uh, you know, I can't imagine another business that is uh, as dynamic uh, and ever-changing in the news, technology, the speed, artificial intelligence, the changes in cybersecurity. There's so much going on. And if you're curious, if that's an innate trait of yours, it's a great field to be in regardless of what your formal background is. Even if you didn't start in IT, even if you didn't start in a technology field like, like I did, you know, you're a history major. You know, we hired uh, teachers uh, to come into uh, IT back in the 90s as we were trying to grow our team out just because we 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 were looking for a broad range of um, of thoughts and, and and feelings it's it's a great way to bring in other other thinking models to to uh, to to the daily work and, and in terms of the sort of the the future of technology, obviously the last well quite recently when we're doing this recording, we've had, for example, the collaboration between NASA and SpaceX. Do you see those sorts of things um, continuing and that sort of sort of breaking new frontiers and and trying out new new things? Yeah, I mean, if 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 you didn't have the the curiosity to do it, like my I kind of focus my curiosity, for example, towards the cybersecurity realm more than anything. So I'm always looking for ways to uh, how things work, how things break, and then how to prevent them from breaking. That's really kind of what, and there's always something new that is uh, there to, to work with. So as we collaborate between government and um, in the private sector, and we do that 
with the uh, on the cybersecurity side with the some of the groups that I'm involved with, like InfraGuard and um, the uh, the U.S. Secret Service. We those are the kinds of the collaborations that we work together to help make everybody safer. Is, is you know the crime takes place typically against businesses, but you need the help of law enforcement to go after those uh, uh, those perpetrators, and the way to do that is uh, is uh, is collaboration. Yes, exactly. Good. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. So, what first attracted you to a career in IT? Uh, I, I said it before; it was money initially, yep. but it was definitely we wanted to. Uh, we wanted. To, we felt that it was going to be able to build a, a, a kind of freedom for us that we otherwise uh, would not be able to do in other other uh, other ways. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Uh, after uh, the gentleman rescinded his offer and said, next time getting in writing, uh, I would say uh, stay curious. That's been uh, the one I would I'd say. Yes. What is the worst career advice you've ever received? Uh, a couple said that don't go into business for yourself. I was discouraged by many to start my own company uh, when I did, especially in the uh, recession of 2008. Uh, and it wasn't easy, but it's been massively rewarding on many levels. If you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? I think early on, I focused a lot on certifications. Um, I wish that I probably spent more time on doing experimentation rather than actually um, going to the book to learn to learn things, actually just testing out and trying things. I think ultimately that was where I learned the most rather than uh, from a formal training class. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Well, for me now, we're, we're, we own a company. We're looking to grow it. Um, we're looking to mentor others on my team as well as outside with uh, those that are entering the career, their careers or potentially new businesses that are starting up. So, you know, I'm trying to be able to learn what I've, what I've take what I've learned and bridge the gap from business and help the next generation. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Honesty. Um, be uh, truthful and let the chips where they may. Ultimately, you'll be rewarded uh, because of your believability. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, it, how would you define honesty as well? Because there, there are, you know, there, you could argue it's black and white, but you could say there's gray areas as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, um, sugarcoating that happens when incidents occur. I, I think you see it even in the public when, uh, say, a company gets breached uh, and they're not forthright. It usually comes back to bite them. Uh, always the companies that are tend to um, go to the more transparent way of doing things in terms of how they respond to those kind of incidents, those are the ones that end up doing better in the long run. Yes, and what do you do to keep your own career energized? In IT and in any technical field, you, you have to always uh, keep keep learning. So it's podcasts, it's peers, uh, we're talking to vendors, pundits, uh, any way I can absorb something. Uh, some of it's not terribly useful, but you find nuggets and uh, don't be afraid to listen to someone behind you on your career path. They may have been exposed or learned something that you can gain from as well. Yes, and that's a very good point, definitely. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? 
I'm a little bit of a political junkie, so uh, I I uh, I do uh, listen and get involved in that sort of thing. Uh, but when the pandemic hit, uh, I uh, I took up bike riding, and so I kind of blended the two. I started listening to a lot more political podcasts while I was out on my yep. bike, uh, <laughs> and that was way uh, kind of clear my head, get away from the business, get away from technology, and distract me with something else. Sure. So obviously, November's been quite an interesting month from a political standpoint. So, it has been, yes, it has been. It will be interesting to see what the ramifications of that are in, in subsequent <laughs> yes, weeks sir. and months. Yes, it certainly will. <laughs> if anything, 2020 has shown us that uh, anything is possible. So, Indeed, no. exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, Rafi, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the podcast audience? I, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but uh, stay curious and don't be afraid to try something. It it's really the thing that separates those that stay stagnant in their careers and those that progress. And it could be, it doesn't necessarily have to be a curiosity with technology. You know, for, for me, initially, that's what it was. Then it was the curiosity of, okay, what would it look like if I helped a business start up? How would it look like if I then own that business to build a business from scratch? You know, all those things, those are also innate parts of curiosity that allow you to kind of broaden your thinking and, and and go into new things exactly yes good and rafi um how can we find out more about you and connect with you um we are uh, triadonet on most platforms including facebook and twitter and instagram um i just released a book with a collaborative book on uh that just got released on amazon last week uh called on thin ice you can find it by going to amazon and search for on thin ice or uh, if you go to triadonet.com slash cybersecurity book, you can add your name to our list and uh, we'll send you the link. Fantastic. We'll also make sure we've got those links on the on the um, episode page on the, on the website as well. Thank you. Good. Rafi, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate it. Hi, Phil here again. Just a final few words from me. Firstly, I'd like to thank my guests for sharing their career tips, experiences and insights with us on the show today. As you probably know, there have been more than 200 guests on the show so far, and I'm continuing to try to attract new guests that can provide great insights to all of us. However, to enable me to do this, I need to ensure that the podcast continues to grow and reach an extended audience. And you can help me in doing this by subscribing to the show and providing a rating and review in whichever platform you listen to. Thanks again for your support, and until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.